In just two weeks' time, the lovely seaside town of Ballycastle will be completely transformed and taken over by traders looking to make a few quid in whatever way they feel. Yes, the Owl Lammas Fair, love it or loathe it, will be at fever pitch. Dulce, yellow man and wasps will be the order of the day. And one of the only memories many people will have of that beautiful resort. But at the end of the day, we're always looking for a bargain, aren't we? Boxing Day offers, January sales, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, buy one, get one free, extra fills, closing down sales, bulk buy discounts, and countless other offers to tempt us into depleting our bank accounts. Well, do you fancy a wee deal today? This morning, we're going to look at what God offers each and every one of us. But beware, folks, this deal, like every other deal, does have an expiry date. Take your Bibles, please, and turn to Isaiah chapter 55. We're going to read the whole chapter. Page 742, 742. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. This again is the word of the living God. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to your God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace, the mountains and hills will burst into song before you. 
and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the pine tree, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown, for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. Amen. We thank God for his holy word. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, would you come to us now, set our souls ablaze, teach us, rebuke us, correct us, and or train us in righteousness. These things we ask, believing you're here and ready to do business with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. So picture the scene then. It's August Bank Holiday Monday down there, North Street in Ballycastle. All the stalls are laid out with every kind of merchandise imaginable. As you dander along trying to take it all in, you observe every colour in the rainbow from fruit, vegetables, clothes, curtains, rugs. You hear the gentle rev of an ice cream van mixed with the noise of a crowd as they go about their business looking for a wee bargain. You inhale the scent of fried onions coming from a chip van and you think, I must remember to go there later on. Then something catches your eye. A trader holds up a certain item and shouts how great it is. This is the very thing you've been looking for all your life. It's essential. You simply cannot live without it. A spew grabs your attention. You go over to his stall and you listen and watch as he demonstrates to how to operate this gadget to get the most out of it. It's 200 quid in the shops, folks. I'm not even going to rob you of 150. Not even 100. It's yours today, madam, for a fiver. And here's the thing. I've only ten of them left. When they're gone, they're gone. Don't say I didn't warn you. Go on. Treat yourself. I promise you, your life will never be the same again. Well, he has you hooked. Next thing you know, you're reaching for your wallet or your purse. In chapter 55 of Isaiah, we have an urgent call. It's an invitation simply too good to refuse. You see, you and I will never be good enough to come to God in our own merit. We'll never meet the standard. But here's the thing. God says, come anyway. Come anyway. What was it the hymn writer Charles Elliot penned? Just as I am, I come. Jesus says to you folks, my love for you is so wild, so strong, so crazy that I want you to spend your life and eternity with me regardless of what you've done, what your past says about you, no matter what you think of yourself. You've already passed by stalls that sold water. You've already seen gallons of milk and display and there's a wine tasting tent on up a wee bit, but this stall is different. Jesus comes round from behind the stall and points to all the stuff, looks deep into your heart and says, please, just come. Take all this stuff. It's absolutely free. No hidden agenda, no small print, no strings attached. How do I know all this, says Jesus? Because I paid for it. What is it we read in 1 Peter? 
it, you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life, handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. But we're naturally a wee bit wary of free offers, aren't we? Not buy one, get one free. Well, it wasn't really free, was it? We had to buy one. And very often the price of the second one's in the first one, isn't it? We always think people's trying to stitch us up. Because some traders work that way. It's a bit like the butcher. Forgive me if there's any butchers in today. So the butcher's scrubbing the blood. It's quarterly six on a, Friday, a Saturday night. The blinds down, the lights are out, the shutters closed. He hears the rap at the door. This, he goes to answer it, and this woman says, Oh, I thought you were closed. He says, Well, the lights out and the blind down would suggest that. But what do you want? She says, I've just got word that I've got visitors coming for dinner tomorrow. I need a big chicken. He says, You're in luck, dear. I've one left. So he goes into the back, brings it out. She, he says, What do you think? She says, How much is it? He throws it in the scale. That's a fiver, dear. She scratches her head and says, oh, I was looking something a bit bigger. He takes it down the back, he beats it about a wee bit, lifts the breast up a wee bit and brings it out. And he says, what do you think of that one? She says, how much is that? He throws it in the scale. He says, that's seven pounds, darling. She says, do you know what? I'll just take the two of them. But this deal, this deal God makes is pure and true. If you accept it, you want to give Jesus your all because grace that gives all claims all. Remember the way Isaac Watts finished that great hymn when I surveyed the wondrous cross? Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul, my life, my all. What is all of your life demanding of you today? More money? More time? What for? Extra money for pleasure, possessions, to plan your future? Extra time with your family or your hobby? Folks, don't be deceived. Please don't be deceived. God wants you to have and enjoy a full life. But keep it in perspective. In chapter 44 of the book of Isaiah, we have Isaiah writes about the deception of idol worship and getting one's priorities right. He speaks about a man staring at a piece of wood in his right hand. Listen to these words. Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? Such a person feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, Is not this thing in my right hand a lie? What are you doing with the resources God has blessed you with? Using some for fuel to keep warm? Good idea in this climate. Buying some food for yourself and your family, great, that's your responsibility to take care of them. But what about what's left over? Are you investing in the kingdom of God? Would you like to be continually feeding on ashes for the rest of your days, from which the soul cannot be delivered? <laughs> 
So folks, what's it to be? A meal of ashes or a banquet fit for a king? It's your call. Such is the difference between knowing God in Christ and worshipping idols in any form. In verse 3 of our text we have, Give ear, listen, come to me. Incline your ear, listen carefully to me. Are you listening to God on a regular basis? By feasting on his word, what do we get? <laughs> Something very sweet indeed. Listen to these words from Psalm 119. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my lips. Taste and see it, the Lord is good, compared to the blandness and lie of the dry ashes of idolatry. Yes, this chapter exposes how costly and disappointing it is to settle for ashes when such a banquet is on offer. Let's see what's on this doll. Well, first we have water. Water is essential for all life. It's absolutely essential. We hear of scientists and astronomers looking for life on other planets. But unless they find a perpetual water source, it won't, be, it won't happen. Even a cactus needs water to survive. Is your life dry, parched, half dead? Do you know what true refreshment feels like? Remember what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman at the well? Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Come and experience it today. Take his loving water and you'll never be thirst, spiritually thirsty again. Milk is mentioned. Milk is a daily need as it brings nourishment and strength. The word of God is to the believer as milk is to the child. Peter writes, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk. Why? So that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Take his milk today. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of him. God is not someone just to call on in an emergency, just for refreshment or revival, but for a daily relationship. Don't wait to call out to God when, when your life is dry, parched, famished, or until you're in a crisis. Give yourself a daily dose of the living God. The third item mentioned is wine. We neither need wine in an emergency, nor every day. In fact, we don't need it at all. Most biblical commentators believe in this instance, wine, like the water and milk, has merely a symbolic meaning of the spiritual blessing of complete satisfaction. As we were created to be in a relationship with the Lord, it's only then that we'll know true contentment and fulfillment in life. So what does this offer actually cost us? Well, everything really. Everything which comes between us and God. By parting with everything which hinders total devotion to God, we can receive this abundant offer. I tell you again, folks, don't be deceived. God wants you to experience an abundant life. Tell me this, have you ever enjoyed the luxuries of life? 
perhaps sitting with a loved one on a beach in a warm country with a good book, sipping a nice cool drink, which I was doing this time last week. Did you ever say, this is the life? Folks, that's what feasting on God is like. A contentment that simply cannot be explained. A peace that this world knows nothing of. And yes, even amid severe trials. Do you know that contentment? Would you like to experience that peace? Accept this we do today. Now here's a sobering thought worth pondering. Since this is God's offer, he's free to withdraw it at any time. Therefore we should not delay. The offer of salvation should never be despised or rejected because the opportunity may end in a moment. There's a chilling thought. Did you ever see a bargain in a shop and think, wouldn't mind getting one of those? Only to go back in a day or two and it's back up to the original price or we're still sold out. I hate that. Folks, this offer has a sell-by date too. What was it we read in verse 6? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Paul writes in Corinthians, I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So then, where are you at with Jesus this morning? You know, the fact that you're there tells God that you're both interested in him and in your spiritual life. But how are you getting on with that? Maybe you start out with good intentions and great enthusiasm to live for Christ, but have since slipped in your commitment to him. Perhaps today you're asking yourself, how do I ever get into this state? If that's you today, folks, take verse 6 to heart. If you do, God will give you the assurance in the very core of your being and say, Tom, Donna, Steve, Angela, I missed you. Do you want to walk walk on part in this great play? It's an offer today. The invitation to come and to drink goes out to the whosoever are thirsty, whosoever are hungry. This is a thirst of the soul, folks. A thirst that even the purest, most refreshing waters of the earth cannot quench. Human currency can't buy it. It's supernatural. How do we get it? All we have to do is ask. What was it Jesus said? I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. So in the name of Jesus, I ask you one last time, do you fancy a wee deal today? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let us all pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the many traits of your amazing character, not least the one of unconditional love. You know the worst about us, and yet you still adore us with an everlasting love. 
Lord Jesus, stir us up today to fall completely in love with you or all over again. Living God, we pray that your word would not return to you empty, but would accomplish what you desire and achieve the purpose for which you sent it. May these your people go out in joy and be led forth in peace. Thank you for the wee deal you offered us today. Today is the day of salvation. May we all accept it. In Jesus' name.